So welcome to Wild Women. So Camille, do you want to introduce Grace to us? Yeah, so Grace, we met, I think like a year and a half ago, kind of. We yeah. met in Bali <laughs> on the goddess retreat. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. amazing. <laughs> I don't know, like my first impression of you was that you were like, really centered and really calm and I really enjoyed that vibe about you oh thank you Camilla. and That's you're so an amazing yoga teacher how did you become a yoga instructor and how did you discover yoga um it's funny because I get asked this question a lot but I don't think I discovered yoga I think yoga discovered me I like I honestly had never done it before and um, I was working just after my university degree um, sort of in London in a really cool marketing agency but I just wasn't happy at all there was something missing and I was sort of you know going out every weekend getting really drunk with my friends and I just just I just wasn't myself um, and I sort of knew there was something else out there so I quit my job uh, without any sort of anything else to fall back on um and my friend messaged me one of my best friends from school she messaged me because she was really into yoga at the time and I was kind of really interested in why she was so passionate about yoga and she messaged me like Grace just come to Costa Rica with me and do your yoga teacher training and I was like I'm not I'm not that sort of person like that just does stuff on a whim like that but something inside me was like do it Grace like what what else have you got like what else have you got going for you so you may as well so I went out to Costa Rica and did my month intensive yoga teacher training course and I mean I was by far the worst person at yoga out of the sort of 30 or so people that were on it um and obviously it was a 28 day intensive course so you know it was intense <laughs> um but that I just it's that sparked my passion for it and after that I just got, got so much more in love with it and ha how kind of connected and centered it makes you feel and I just think it's so so beneficial and everyone in the world should do yoga. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, what would you tell someone that says like they're not interested in yoga? <sighs> it's difficult um, as, of, as is sort of everything in life you sort of you have to give something enough time um, and practice something enough in order to really get the benefits out of it and something like yoga where there's all these different you know Sanskrit names and all these different positions which are um, not like what your body would normally do it, it, it's difficult to feel the benefits early on and I, that I definitely found that I kind of wanted to give up quite early on I was like I don't understand what's going on in the room this teacher is telling me to do like Adhamakashavasana what, what is that <laughs> um, but the more, the more I sort of do it, the more you sort of realize how it, it's just all about connecting your breath with your body mm. and sort of getting out of your head and into your body for that for 60 minutes or 90 minutes, however long the class is. Um, and so I think just for someone to say that they're not interested in yoga, they're very much perhaps looking at the physical benefits of it they might not think that they need the flexibility or they might not think that you know 
they're ever going to be that person that can touch their toes but that's just so not what yoga is about yoga is so much more than that um it's a mind body experience mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i love going to yoga classes but yeah. i have troubles practicing yoga on my own so what type of advice could you give someone like me when it comes to practicing on my own yeah um I would say, what is it that you struggle with, with the sort of, of, of what moves and shapes to do, or just the discipline of sitting there for 20 minutes and practicing? Um, it's literally just the discipline of sitting there. I was a dancer for years. So when it yeah. comes to a lot of the movements, like I'm kind of used to them, um, mm -hmm. but I just, I, I get bored. Like in a class setting, yeah. like I'm with people, it's motivating, like, um, I can get that mind-body experience, but I find mm. it really hard to like get my mind wrapped around the movements I'm doing when I'm on my own. Yeah, I think the first thing I would say, which is a very vague and probably annoying answer, is just trust yourself. Trust that you can sit there or, or practice for 30 minutes to an hour. Um, because you can, you, you, you've been to enough classes, you, you know what you're doing. Um, but I also think it's, you sort of got to look at why can't you sit there? Why can't you practice on your own? Because uh, yoga, of course, going to yoga classes is extremely beneficial and you're going to get loads of amazing things from it. But at the end of the day, when you go to a class, you're still being guided and you're mm -hmm. still being told what to do which has so many wonderful um, benefits. But what I get so much out of self-practice is that just being with yourself and listening to your body and moving in such an intuitive way that you're not just doing something that someone's told you to do. You're doing something because you, you need that thing, that movement, that shape, that yoga pose in that moment. And it, what, what is guiding you into that is the breath. Um, mm -hmm. and, you, and you can sort of get distracted and lean on a teacher when you go to classes and lean on like the flow, the sequence that they give you. But when you're on your own, there's just like, it's just a whole new level of like magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, what's your take on like doing yoga to like calming music or does that kind of like ruin the focus part of it or like the mind body connection part of it or listening no, to not at all I, I i when i first started self-practice i was very strict on myself and i was like oh it's not proper yoga if i'm doing it to music but if that's what calms you down and that's what gets you into your body do it go for it that's great um and sometimes i listen to like drake when i'm practicing yoga um <laughs> which may or not be the right thing to do but it's what I want to do in that moment and it's what makes me feel good. So why not? You can, you can do what you want, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, so Camille tell, told me that you, you're also a transformational therapist, right? Yes. Um, yes. So what's transformational, transformational therapy? I've never heard of it before. Well, okay. So it's actually called rapid transformational therapy. Okay. And it is a method that has sort of been newly established by a top psychologist called Marissa Peer, who is, um, she's based in London. So it, it might not be that much of a big thing over in Canada where you guys are. 
Um, and it's basically a method based on hypnosis and cognitive behavioral therapy. And so what it does is that it's a whole method that gets to what the root cause of someone's issue is. So be it anxiety, depression, an eating disorder, um, anything, like it will get to the root cause of that issue. And the whole thing with rapid transformational therapy is once you understand what the cause of your issue is, you're then able to overcome the issue by rewiring and recoding the thoughts in your mind because any issue that we are sort of faced with in our day-to-day -day lives it's all caused by our thoughts so in order to change the issue or the behavior or the action or the bad habit or the anxiety whatever it is we've got to change the thoughts mm. so that's what rapid transformational therapy does as it says rapidly and in a in a really transformational way um, so yeah, there's lots to the method, um, but it is it's very, very powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. I've I've been I've done just cognitive behavioral therapy before, and then my most recent life coach, she practiced uh, NLP with hypnosis. Mm -hmm. um so so that's really interesting i've never thought of like the hypnosis and like cognitive behavioral therapy being able to mesh mm. like that um that's interesting very much um very much elements of it because i mean i've dabbled myself with my sort of personal struggles i guess with therapy and um some of which has been great but i don't really see the benefit in going to chat to a therapist for 50 pounds an hour every single week about your problem. Like you, you've got to figure out like what is causing that problem. And so that's the beauty of rapid transformational therapy. You just, you go so deep um, in such a quick period of time because of the state that hypnosis gets you in. Um, and so you've got, sort of got to get to that root cause in order to overcome it. It's kind of like if you have a, a cut on your arm, right? You can't just put a plaster over it. You've got to like heal the wound in order for it. You've got to like, you know, clean the wound in order to, for it to heal. You can't just cover it up because otherwise it will just keep coming back up, keep coming back up. Right. Um, so yeah, that's why it's just, it's just that much more powerful than cognitive behavioral therapy on its own it, it combines the two do you like do most of the therapy while someone is in hypnosis like they're not completely aware of what their root causes but you get to it or do they like do they also figure out like what the root causes so, have you guys ever been hypnotized before no, no. so i have no. actually no idea how it works yeah have, have you sarah yeah you have yeah so hypnosis has a i'm sure many people have preconceptions about what hypnosis is but all hypnosis is is a deep state of relaxation so yes the whole time the client will be in that hypnotic state the deep state of relaxation but all that does is turns your subconscious mind it turns off your conscious mind and it awakens your subconscious mind mm -hmm. and it's in it's 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 in your subconscious mind where all these sort of little niggles negative beliefs about the world about ourselves 
and our place in the world, that's where they all lie. And so once you sort of just relaxed and let go of your conscious mind, your, your ego, essentially, that's when the things will start to come up, like from childhood, um, stuff that happened, you know, in the school playground or when you eat, eat dinner as a family together and your mum or dad might have said something to you. It's, it's that that sticks in our subconscious mind because we've kind of suppressed it and we've tried to forget about it, but that's kind of what's causing our day-to-day issues. Mm -hmm. What would you say to someone that is in the mindset that, well, there's no point in going back there and you just have Mm. to keep going forward? Mm. Well, I, I would come back to that little like analogy of the, the cut on the arm thing i think if, if, if you keep going forward you, the, the issue you're not you haven't actually got rid of the issue you you haven't actually dealt with the issue and sometimes you have to go one step back to go two steps forward because you might take five steps forward and then like crumble and and then you hit hit an obstacle right so i just think people people are very scared to go to that place of of why what has caused this and it's it's kind of like you have to be brave you have to be courageous because it's it's a lot a lot of i'm not sure if i can swear on here but oh shit comes yeah, you up, can. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i think just like it's it's i'm not going to say that they're they're scared but it's um you've got to be brave to go back mm-hmm yeah, I agree. It takes a lot of strength to go there. Yeah, of course, of course. But that's really, it's really where I use this word a lot, magic. But I love it. It's where the magic happens. <laughs> the deep, the deeper you can sort of go into the past and 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 kind of get to the root cause of everything. That's where you're really going to make the progress and and essentially allow yourself to be the best version of yourself, which is what we all want to be, right? Yeah, when it comes to rapid transformational therapy, does do you believe that everyone should do it, or do you think that it kind of has a niche for some people? I think it, in order, as, as you as you ladies would know, in order for you to really overcome something, the first step is sort of having a, a level of awareness and and really wanting to make the changes that you want to make. So you've got to have, with I guess every kind of therapy, you've got to have this open mind and this real strong willingness to actively participate in your own recovery um but having said that because the method is so powerful and i mean you can read all about it on the on my website and on the rapid transformational therapy website itself it is it it does help so many different things mental and physical and there's, there's testimonials and there's, there's case studies of this, um, you know, anything from fertility to um, like OCD or a skin disease. It, like it really, it really is quite powerful. Wow. But what, one thing, one thing I will say, which I kind of missed out a little bit about rapid transformational therapy is um, the fact that at the end of the session that you do with a client, you will read them a, I think if you've been hypnotized before, you'll kind of know a little bit about this. You you read them a 10 to 20 minute script 
And in that script, that's when you're trying to reframe and rewire, recode their, their habits of thought. So you provide the client with really powerful, positive, specific words that are going to help them overcome the presenting issue. And it's that recording, um, that little 10 to 20 minutes at the section of the session, which is recorded, and you will listen to that recording every single day for 21 days. So mm -hmm. at the end, at the end of the 21 days, the hope and um, the promise is that you will sort of have, have made huge changes in your mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's very cool, and it sounds very similar to some of the therapy I did. So while I was in hypnosis, my life coach would um, tell me to tell her uh, like positive like slurs about myself so like stuff like I am beautiful I am strong like that kind of stuff and um she would write it down and mm -hmm. then she would like have her script and then say like by like through this recording you should feel like everything that I said while I was in hypnosis mm. um and yeah and i was supposed to listen to it every day a couple times a day if i could mm -hmm. so it's really cool how like some forms of therapy just overlap and how some tactics yeah. work a lot definitely. of them and i don't know how you guys have felt being in lockdown but i've definitely felt like i need to do something every single day be it meditation yoga journaling um listening to a recording in order for, for me to sort of feel tip-top if I don't, then things start to sort of go a bit skew with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, I For think sure. part of the whole YouTube thing that Camille and I started was to keep us more busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was amazing. And you guys are going to help so many people from it. So it's amazing. Do you believe mindset and happiness is intertwined? Yeah, definitely. Um, because it's all about your thoughts, right? And um, the, the, you know, we feed, we all wanna be healthy. We feed our bodies with healthy food. We need to feed our minds with healthy food. And if we're not, then how, how can we be happy? We're sort of clogged with negativity and toxicity and all this stuff that weighs us down. And if we don't sort of, we don't feed ourselves with these good thoughts, we're not gonna feel good about ourselves if you don't feel good about yourself if you don't love yourself you don't take care of yourself you're not going to be happy are you that i guess that's just my experience yeah for sure what are some tactics that people can do every day to just help maintain or have more of a positive mindset i um similar to what you were just saying actually i really like the i am so if you want to be um, if you want to feel enough or you want to feel beautiful or you want to feel um, motivated or productive, whatever it is, you, you say I am and you talk to yourself as if you are and you, and you, it's like you tell your mind something enough times and your, your mind will start to believe it and then you'll start to become it. Um, so yeah, self-affirmations are really good. Um, I personally find taking even 10 minutes out of your day first thing in the morning I think is the best time to do it um 
to just take some nice deep breaths because you know the, the world that we live in now is so fast paced and even going on social media as Camilla and I were talking about just before we started this chat it can overwhelm you and it can stress you out and it can just like lead to this angst that is is not not cool right um but I think like my main sort of uh, piece of advice would be just like setting up creating a little morning ritual I think um the best thing the best time to do it is when you first wake up and so because you, you know how you start your day is how the day will turn out so if you can create um, a little morning ritual um depending on how much time you have then I think that's a wonderful way to get going mm -hmm. you talk a lot about like mindset but um what's your take on having like a toxic environment and having people that are negative around you well of course that's gonna impact your mental state right um we are we are the product of our environment we are the product of the the five people that we're closest to um and just i just think do what you can to kind of cut as much negativity as you can out of your life which sometimes is difficult depending on the situation. And if you can't cut some things out that you perhaps would want to, how can you create boundaries between that person or that environment? Um, and this is where I find like journaling so helpful because if you can write it all out, it just get, it gives you so much clarity. Literally write down what your boundaries are and, and come back to them every single day because it's very easy to sort of, um, have to write down what you do in an ideal situation but to actually be able to do it in that moment where someone said something that pissed you off or you know you're just having a bad day um to just keep 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 all those boundaries in 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 your mind obviously like some people can be very hesitant or like they get comfortable in an environment even if it's toxic they mm. so when it comes to like facing your fears about stuff like that or just facing your fears in general how would you help someone with that well it comes back to this thing again of the first step being awareness mm. right and being being honest with yourself if something doesn't feel right if something doesn't feel good don't ignore that because your it's your it's your gut it's telling you something and your gut is your second brain and if if you sort of ignore that it's 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 just gonna bite you in the bum <laughs> so it just aware be aware and then be honest and then once you have those two things you you, you then can make the changes and and yes it, it's hard and it's it you it's out of your comfort zone and, and you know you want to stay what what makes you feel comfortable and what makes you feel safe but is that what you really 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 want yeah, because some people just have such a little self-worth and a little self-esteem mm. that they think that's what they deserve. And that's it, thinking that that's what they deserve. But why, why is that what you deserve? Believe that you deserve better because you do deserve better. You, you deserve it all. Everything is available to you. Nothing is not available to you. But the only, the only reason that you, it's not available to you right now is because you don't believe that you deserve it. So... Uh, affirmation again I am worthy I am enough I am lovable I deserve everything I want to I want in my life but it, it, it's difficult of course because you know 
sometimes you do have hard days and sometimes you, you don't have the belief or the, the love that you, you always want for yourself but, that, but that's okay everyone, everyone has bad days um, but it's just coming back to as you say Camille like you, you do deserve it you 100% do deserve it for sure um one thing I really like reading are like books about self-growth and different aspects of self-growth so relationships productivity oh the art of not giving a fuck that's a good one too. oh yeah um, yeah do you read and are there any like books about the like self-growth and stuff that you would recommend yeah um i love reading i didn't used to when i was a little girl but recently i just love reading i kind of love as, as you said like self-help books because you, you just it pumps you up right it inspires you it gets you sort of um gives you ideas However, one thing that I have caught myself in moments of is kind of constantly reading, constantly listening mm. to podcasts, constantly, you know, learning and da da da. But actually, sometimes if you've learned something really powerful or you've read a really amazing book, like really allow yourself to absorb all of that and and live it and practice it and and write about it, like journal it, journal about it. I mean. Um, because otherwise you're just constantly absorbing and you're not practicing. Also with, with kind of that constant search for the podcast and the books and all this sort of thing, you can, you can get in the trap of believing that the answer is out there, but mm. actually the answer is in here. It, it always has been and it always will be. And I think if you can trust yourself and trust that you already know all the stuff that's in the self-help books, which by the way, they're all saying the same stuff just by a different person in a different way. So that's what I would say. I will show you the book that I'm currently reading because it, it has been one of the best books I've ever written. Um, not written, read. It's mm. so you won't be able to see. But it's called um, Awakening Shakti. And there's a lot of yoga philosophy in there, but it's all about the um, power of the goddesses of yoga, which Camille, I'm sure you'd love it. Um, and it's just, it, it teaches you about the different goddesses um, that goes back like way in Indian traditions and how to sort of like bring about those goddesses into your everyday life. Um, so yeah, that's a, I highly recommend this book. Oh my God, 100% reader is amazing. Love it. Changed my life. <laughs> what advice would you give someone that feels stuck? You got, you, if you feel stuck, you've got to make, you, something's got to change. You can't, things can't stay as they are, otherwise nothing will change, mm. right? So again, it comes back to like that bravery and that having the courage and do something drastic if you feel stuck whether it's investing in a rapid transformational therapy session or joining up to that really expensive gym that you wanted to join. Um, do something that is going to really make a huge impact in your life so that you get inspired and you, you get a new lease of life. Um, because I think when you feel stuck, you, it, you're lacking like creativity and inspiration and ideas and you're not feeling like lit up are you um yeah and also sort of what why are you feeling stuck what's what's making you feel stuck are you in a dead-end job where there's no room for a promotion do you need to sort of relook at maybe what job you're in what industry you're in or are you in a dead-end relationship that's not doesn't have the spark anymore like what is it what is it that's causing 
you to feel stuck mm -hmm. and then make make the change i guess that can kind of carry over into uh goal making and the import importance of realizing what you want in the future and yeah. making a goal and then figuring out the steps to achieve it um Definitely. what's your take on the saying one step at a time like that's often people say that but they say that all the time <laughs> yeah yeah but what i find ironic or interesting about it is they're doing things that are better but they don't know why they're doing it so like they don't really have a goal they're just for example they're adopting a morning routine but they haven't mm -hmm. figured out why um mm -hmm. do you think that could affect like say the person's success and like maintaining that morning routine or yeah definitely i i completely agree i think you've got to have clarity around why you're doing what you're doing there's an amazing book um by simon Sinek called what's your why and uh, you can you can bring it into sort of if you have your own business like why is it, why why are you doing what you're doing if, if you have as you say like a morning routine why are you doing why are you doing that um but if, if you know why you're doing it it becomes everything becomes a, a lot clearer um and as you say um have those goals and take those small steps in order to get to where you want to be in say five years time or 10 years time. Um, but yeah, one step at a time, I think, especially in, in our generation, in, in, you know, like the world that we live in today is, is, a, is a hugely powerful statement. Patience is a virtue and it's definitely something that I need to practice more of. Um, but, Someone actually said to me recently, um, one of my clients, she said, people overestimate what they can do in six months, but they underestimate what they can do in six years. Mm -hmm. um, which is it's so true, right? Um, mm -hmm. And just like, just having faith, isn't it? That you, you're, everything that you want to do, you will do because you want to do it. So if you want to do something, you'll take the steps to, to do it. Mm -hmm. um and i think especially like us us three talking now i mean gosh we're so young we're still in our 20s right so we've got like a, the whole world ahead of us and i'm sure we've all fell into the trap of like you know i should be doing more i'm not doing mm. enough as uh, i'm not doing as good as what she's doing or whatever but guarantee that person you're comparing you, yourself to has a hell of a lot more years on you than you do you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah yeah no for sure so tell us a little bit more about yoga do you do all types of yoga like hot yoga flow uh yes. i can't yeah. think of other ones <laughs> <laughs> yes i do well i do vinyasa um mainly which is um just the flow yoga um and that's where i sort of focus my classes on teaching people to synchronize the movement with the breath so every movement will match either an inhale or an exhale and that's where it becomes like very meditative. And so even when you're in a really easy position, when you're in an e easy position, it's very easy to cultivate that quality to the breath. But with it, the practice is when you're in a slightly more challenging position, say plank pose or, you know, crow pose, can you maintain that, that softness and that fluidity to the breath? 
Um, but then there's also yin yoga, which I teach, which is um, you basically do far less positions. Uh, you might do five to ten shapes in the whole hour, um, but you'll hold them for much longer periods of time. So you'll hold the positions for anything from one minute to five minutes. And this is like, this is such a challenge in itself. I mean, physically it's a challenge because it's deep, deep stretching and you're getting so many benefits from it physically because you're, you're stretching your, your deep connective tissue, you're getting to the fascia. Um, but then mentally, of course, um, the, the practice of just sitting still and doing nothing and focusing on the breath and breathing into sensation, that is, I think so powerful so if I was to sort of recommend everyone in the world to do just one type of yoga it would be yin Mm. it makes sense because I feel like a lot of people in our generation are afraid of feeling and Mm. sitting still 100% yeah in order to heal you've got to feel um and this is where yin and yoga is so such a good practice because it, it teaches you to sit with that feeling so it, I, I find yoga is a metaphor for life in a stretch which takes takes you into the feeling of discomfort um and this feeling of oh my gosh it's, it's painful it's painful and you sort of run away from it if that's how you're approaching your yoga practice how are you approaching uncomfortable situations mm. difficult situations in, in your real life are you just kind of running away or can you like sit with that feeling when you feel sad when you wake up and you feel sad or you feel anxious or whatever it is you're dealing with grief are you running away from it or are you kind of sitting with it and allowing yourself to feel it and if, if you feel it you kind of feel it out it will it will eventually go um and i've definitely in the past tried to numb my feelings through other things uh, like you know alcohol um but you know but yoga allows you to feel the feeling it's interesting i've never heard of yin yoga before and i've been to a decent amount of classes and so on do you think that it's less popular because it's a tougher yoga to do definitely and i think we live in a world and a society now where people want quick fixes they want to go to the gym for 30 minutes. They want to sweat it out. They want to, they want to feel like they've really worked and burnt some calories, right? But, but that's, that's physical. What about your mind? Like, you know, you take your car to the MOT, however, however often. How often do you take your mind to the MOT to make sure that that's in, in tip-top condition? Mm-hmm. Um, and so... It, it it might you might not get the quick fixes but it, it it's a it's a lifelong practice and and it, again it comes back to that cultivating um presence and not feeling like you are you have a goal or a target to reach rather just enjoying the feeling and experiencing the feeling and it's like in life right i think like you know, you think, oh, I'm going to be happy when, or I'll be, I'll be okay when. And we, you know, we all have the choice to right now be happy now. Um, so, so why not? Oh, I love that. Yes. Why not be happy right now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
yeah that, that was really good because a lot of people like worry about like what if things go wrong what if I get embarrassed what mm. if people reject me but mm. what if it does work out well this is it and and I think I remember when I was doing my yoga teacher training um my teacher said that humans are are more comfortable when they're miserable when they're unhappy and it's it's not comfortable to be like oh wait everything's okay everyone's healthy I'm fine I'm feeling really good like something's gonna go wrong here because we're not okay with with that feeling we're not used to it um uh, you know back in like the caveman years where we uh, we were constantly in fight or flight mode we've got to teach ourselves to come out of that and that's why you know when you when you like lie down and you fully relax like when you come into a shavasana at the end of a yoga class it's challenging because it's like you've actually just got to really switch off and like surrender and just let go and and just be um and i think that's what we as humans in this world today don't do enough of mm -hmm. just yeah. i agree now you talk about 30 minute, 60 minute, 90 minute yoga sessions. Um, and do you feel like in order to actually get into a state that's really beneficial for your mind and that breathing and movement connection, do you think you should be doing it for at least 30 minutes? Cause you see like those 15 minute yoga tutorials or the 10 minute yoga tutorials. And would you say that's enough time? Like it's, beneficial to do that or yeah definitely I think like if if you can get the benefits in that time then 100% and don't put pressure on how much time you're doing it for but think about how it's making you feel so rather than like oh, I've got to practice for 30 minutes you say right I've got x amount of time I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself on my mat and I'm gonna move as long as I need to, and then I'm going to breathe a bit, and then and then it then you're basing it on the feeling, not putting pressure on the time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes, honestly, sometimes I'll get on my mat for ten minutes and just like move a bit, breathe a bit. Uh, sometimes it'll be ninety minutes. It just completely depends on how I feel. So say say if you like what you were saying earlier, um, Sarah, about setting a goal. If you say to yourself, I'm going to practice yoga every single day for the next month for 30 minutes, it's not that realistic because you probably won't do that. Rather, I'm going to practice, I'm going to try and practice yoga every single day, be it five minutes or an hour. It's much more doable because you, you're doing it because you want to do it. It doesn't feel like a chore. You're doing it because you feel like that's what you need. Yeah, definitely. And meditation. Can you tell us about uh -huh. meditation a little bit? I've, I'm reading a productivity book and he's talking about meditation. And um, this author is saying that it just helps him focus better on his tasks throughout the day. Mm. Well, it's interesting you say about focus because I, meditation is, is a practice of concentration. It, it's kind of practicing your mind to focus on the task and the task is the, on the breath essentially um and uh, it, it it can feel like a really if you if you're not too familiar with meditation it can feel like a really intimidating thing and something like oh i, I could never do that um but actually any everyone and anyone can meditate 
And uh, again, don't put pressure on how much time you're going to meditate for every single day. It's just fit, it's sitting with the breath and it's just like being still and coming away from the noise and the hubbub that goes on up here. Um, and just like taking in those nice, long, deep inhales and exhales to cultivate that presence and awareness and, you know, coming away from the past, coming away from the future and just sit, sitting with right now, this moment. I have everything I need in this moment. Um, but I, I definitely, if I, I would recommend to beginners to try different apps like Calm and Headspace um, to help them sort of kickstart their journey with meditation and explore different positions that feel comfortable. So you might want to sit upright, you might want to lie down. Do, there's loads of stuff on YouTube. I've got loads of stuff on my website as well that you guys can check out. Um, so yeah, just get don't put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, it's important to have some kind of flexibility, so you know that it will be achievable no matter what. Exactly, and 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 there's also ways. There's times in in your day that you can invoke meditative like qualities, like mm. like, like for example, cleaning your teeth. Sometimes I notice when I clean my teeth, I'm like trying to do other things at the same time. And I'm like, whoa, just concentrate on cleaning the teeth. Or when, you know, when you're cleaning or when you're, when you're writing, just like be in that moment. But that's what actually sitting down with the breath and, and taking, say, 10 or 20 minutes out to meditate. That's what that does. It, it helps you bring that quality of presence and awareness and mindfulness into your other tasks throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. one thing that I found that improved the most for me for uh, doing meditation is I didn't have as much emotional outbursts mm. so my mood was really more steady throughout the day yeah mm. yeah and I came yeah. back from like anxiety way faster see that's powerful isn't it mm -hmm. Grace um if anyone wanted to find more info about you and how they can work with you and your programs where could they find that yeah sure so i use instagram and facebook my instagram is just simply at grace mcgeehan that's grace g-r-a-c-e-m-c-g-e-h-a-n -E and then also all the information that i've spoken about is on my website which is www.gracemcgeehan.com great amazing Thank you so okay. much for agreeing to do this with us. I hope everybody has a good week and we'll see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>